be like T-ball pretty soon. Hutchin and a ground ball to third, breaking for the plate, the throw, and they got him. No, he called him safe. He called him safe. Unbelievable. That is really That is unbelievable. The throw beat him by a mile. Live. Did he get him? Oh, he entertainment capital of the world. It isn't. The runner goes halfway. Oh. Somebody thought it was on. His Torres had to scoop it in. Doesn't get it. And Ty Wigginton, oh, he may he bumped him and he's gone. It's the T.C. Martin Show. And Wigginton is furious. Diagnosis. The 3-2 pitch. Prognosis. Outside ball. Fourth off strike three. Osmosis. Ball strike three. I didn't think that Marty Foster was going to ring it up. And he did. The Doctor, T.C. Martin. No, goodness gracious. No, no, no. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. The Doctor is now in. Get your money's worth. Well, hello there. Yeah, the Doctor is actually not in, and it it takes two to tango here and get it done in the absence of the Doctor post-July 4th. And how appropriate are those play-by-play calls at the uh, outset of the show on the T.C. Martin Show, the galactically famous T.C. Martin Show? I am merely T.J. Reeves, based in West West Central Florida. Uh, Jason Powers is with me, my Tampa Bay wingman, my Tampa brother from another mother. Uh, and and apparently, from what we've been told, through technology, we are doing this show in West Central Florida. Brother Powers, first of all, good to have you. How you feeling? Appreciate all good here on Thursday? Me. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, this is one of those times where uh, in the Tampa Bay area, it may be rivaling the Vegas desert for heat. Yes. It is Dante's Inferno's sixth ring of hell hot uh, right now in Tampa Bay. Not unlike Vegas this time of year. But those play-by-play goals, uh, calls going, no, it can't be, no, no. That was the perfect intro for you and me filling in for TC. Never mind the fact that my man, uh, Justin Chuck, Numchuck, who always holds this show together on the ones and twos, can I get a bell, can I get an amen from Justin Chuck, who always makes sure that we're good, that we're golden, that we're on the air. Um, I don't know, is he able to still hear us? He informs us about five minutes ago, literally, mass power outage in the building. I thought we were going to get the afternoon and evening off Eastern time. I thought we were golden because there would be no show because there's no station because there's no signal. But no, 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 no. Excitement for Wimbanyana to Vegas causes the power outage. (laughs) They're all coming into town, flying into Vegas. I thought you were going to tell me that Wayne Newton's opening a new act at some some strip nightclub uh, coming up, that that would be the reason. But Justin Chuck has held it together, has gotten the station back on the air, apparently. And so so there will be a broadcast. Come uh, come what may, there will be a doctor show, a T.C. Martin show, galactically famous T.C. Martin show. So bravo, because, I mean, the hamster was in critical condition on the wheel trying to he keep still the is. electricity. On. <laughs> he still is. I'm over here like huffing and puffing. Okay, we got computers back on. We've got the technology back on. And as I always say, I, I used to hear the late Rush Limbaugh talk about this all the time. As long as I'm here, it doesn't matter where here is. And I've kind of modified that, that as long as the sound is coming out of the speaker, 
out of the device, out of the radio, as long as you can hear us, we are here, then we're good. We're golden. It doesn't matter. So again, TJ and JPO Sports uh, in for a Thursday, and this is going to be a frolicking edition of the program. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, Wimbanyana is due to play his first summer league game for the San Antonio Spurs. And is that going to be like a sold out affair? Where are they playing those games? Um, I honestly don't know the answer to this and probably should have looked it up. I'm slouching as Thomas and Max uh, as a villain host. Thomas where, and Max. Thomas and Mac. So are they opening full capacity? I where believe anybody so. Anybody that wants to buy a ticket, upper level, lower level can come in. Day one and, has been sold out. And yes. I was going to say, so is every ticket not gone to see Wimbanyana and what all of every, the fuss is about? Every ticket is open, has been sold out. Now, I should say to the audience, because we can all see each other through technology, even though you cannot see us on the galactically famous T.C. Martin show, tcmartinshow.com, wherever you're hearing us, that Justin Chuck is sporting the UNLV running Rebels yes. hat, uh, who play their home games at Thomas and Mac. Uh, Brother Powers, I don't know if you've ever even been to Vegas or not. Have we talked about that? You've yes. been to Vegas. Have you been yeah. inside the Thomas and Mack Center? Now, I've not uh, been to Thomas and Mack, but I actually, me and another colleague of yours, our buddy Drew Felios, we did a women's basketball tournament at the Cox Pavilion, okay. which is right next door cool. to Thomas and Mack. Cool. All right. Outstanding. I did some uh, college basketball, University of South Florida college basketball in the Thomas and Mack Center. From mid 2000s, long about 2005, 2006, Lon Kruger era, uh, Numchuck. Give me an amen from the congregation because now Kevin Kruger is the coach of your fighting UNLV running rebels. But the Thomas and Mac, uh, look, no offense to the running Rebs who haven't been as running and hasn't, haven't been as Rebs uh, since Jerry Tarkanian. They haven't had a lot of butts in the seats in the upper levels, is my point, in a long time. So this is a good thing. Short of boxing, Pro uh, Bull Riders Association, or PBR, whatever it is, Professional Bull Riders Association, short of that kind of stuff with the livestock or the concerts, there are a lot of seats in the upper levels of the Thomas and Mac that haven't had an arse in them. Um, and this is a fact. So anyway, Wimbanyana coming in the Summer League, we've got that going on. The doctor is away because the Las Vegas Aces are on the road. We do have confirmation. First time, first segment that we will have breaking news. Breaking news sounder here on the T.C. Martin Show. The doctor confirmed to have landed in the Dallas-Fort Worth area with the Las Vegas Aces. What are they, 15-1, and 16-1, and 27-1? Are they are they 84-1 and one yet in the WNBA? They, they were are, actually pushed last night. They were actually pushed. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they played the Dallas Wings, right? It is the Wings. Yep. Yeah, I try Wings to keep track right. of all of my WNBA nicknames Um, for all the different teams. L.A. Sparks, uh, Connecticut Sun. Is the Detroit Shock still in existence? I don't know if the Shock still exists. The Atlanta, I, I don't dream, know. The Atlanta the Houston, Dream. I don't think the Houston Comets exist anymore. They retired yeah, right. that. The Atlanta Dream. Uh, but the Dallas Wings will host the 29-1, 84-1, 77-1 Vegas Golden Knights. And the doctor will be here after landing in DFW. He's getting settled. He will be here in an hour on his own show to talk about that and about all other things. So stand by for that. But the Aces, my goodness, Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson. This is, almost, this is, this is almost this is almost unfair. This, with Candace Parker, this is almost unfair. What's going on right now in the WNBA? 
Yeah, I know. And, and Justin is. And, and he has uh, sent me. He has sent me, me some food pics already, and it. He, he has sent me the food pics as well. That he settled. He's eating a barbecue buffet that is fit for a family of six, but it's only TC's meal apparently. Unless unless he's springing for like other employees' food. With what I saw, he's got plenty of barbecue, so he will join us. It confused me. He... I, I saw the beer, or, or well, the, right. I, I saw the bottle, and I was like. You're having a beer? He goes, it's a root beer. And I'm like, well, okay. it's Texas. I got you. It's also Texas. Uh, while we totally digress, that's a very interesting state because you will be walking around in some counties and they literally have guns in their holsters walking around like the old West. Not unlike Nevada in some regards. I don't know about Clark County, but Texas in some counties, they have that. Then in other counties, uh, they still don't allow alcohol. At least they didn't in recent years. They certainly didn't back 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So uh, if he's having a if he's having an adult beverage, uh, Dallas would be Dallas County. If he's in Dallas County for the wings, Fort Worth, give me some bonus points on the T.C. Martin show is Tarrant County. I don't know if you knew that, but the powers are numb shot. Uh, and I used to live in Irving, where the Cowboys used to play Irving, Texas, which is Irving County, by the way. Uh, with all the different uh, counties, original as it may be. Uh, so there you go with the geography lesson on Texas. T.C. Martin will be with us in a little bit here on his show. We will get to the sports conversation. Again, we're kind of in a lull. There's no football for another six weeks or so. Raiders in, in your part of the world, Vegas. Buccaneers in our part of the world. Uh, Brother Powers, you will confirm that I am wearing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers NFC South hat yep. uh, here on the show, on the video hookup as we do the show here. Uh, I got a food question for you and Justin. All right, but wait a minute. Guys so are we big got food guys. Food food in a moment, but uh we do have football in the offing. Uh the NBA has been put to bed with the Denver Nuggets winning a championship. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, have they cleaned up from the party, the kegger, the celebration with the Stanley Cup that was what a week and a half ago? Si, senor. Two weeks ago. Si, senor. Have they cleaned all of the vomit and the empty beer bottles and everything else off the strip from the big party for the Stanley Cup? I need confirmation. They have on this. They, they have, have for sure all this up. That's a good thing. And they have uh, not so, allowed William Carlson to come back on the strip. But that's still an <laughs> epic, epic, uh, mostly intoxicated speech. Yes. he was giving with the Stanley Cup after the victory. If you're gonna if you're gonna lose it, go all out and, and lose it on the Stanley Cup. Uh, championship stage uh so anyway we're kind of in the lull we've got some baseball we've got some fun stuff in store again paul stewart my buddy will be here in a little bit uh buck power paul stewart buckpower.com wild wacky we got it we got to get into this we'll talk to paul stewart in a few minutes uh about all things including wimbledon going on cricket going on death match apparently with england and australia as if anybody in the western hemisphere cares about this crap but paul's gonna apparently talk about it uh, but Buccaneer football will be here soon. NFL football will be here soon. College football, et cetera. So we'll get to all of that. Thank you uh, for finding us. By the way, follow Jason at JPO Sports for Jason Powers on sports. JPO Sports. Uh, follow me at Buck Sideline Guy, B-U-C, for the role that I have with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio broadcast. And by the way, back for his 35th year, fire them cannons. Gene Deckerhoff back calling the Buck games with our uh, legendary tight end, uh, Dave Moore. Um, who's one of the most successful uh, tight ends in Buccaneer history. That doesn't say a ton beyond Jimmy Giles and Dave Moore and, and in the present day, Cameron Brait on the Buccaneer tight end list. But Dave Moore's right there with touchdown catches, big moments, et cetera. He's our radio analyst. 
We'll be back doing Buccaneer preseason football before we know it in August. But right now, it's a lull. Uh, in any event, uh, back to Jason Powers. I didn't mean to leave you hanging. You said food question as we begin the show here. This is a very food-centric audience. We got TC and his love for different foods. Correct. If I offered each of you $500 per hot dog, how many dogs could you eat in 10 minutes? Uh, uh, first of all. I did have hot dogs, leftover hot dogs for lunch. Five hundred so per dog. Five hundred dollars per dog. No, well, hold on. First of all, I am not a big hot dog guy. I will have it on occasions. So I ate a couple of hot dogs Thursday. We had a couple of leftover hot dogs. That may be the only four hot dogs that I eat for the rest of the month of July. So if you are talking about sitting down in front of a plate of wieners. Uh, beyond the uh, the under the over under is going to be like four and a half on Reeves, and I'm going minutes. under. Ten I'm going. Under. I'm talking about for the month, babe. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about. I do not ingest that many hot dogs. So you're talking about uh, offering up five hundred dollars a per, dog per dog per dog for uh, ten minutes. You got a ten minute spurt here. Better be How ready to pay up, Jay. Better be now. ready to pay up. I well, I, I mean, in my case. I might be able to stomach six of them at one. I'm not a hot dog guy. Now, if you put yeah, well, three grand so like in the like in the South, we have the Crystal Hamburger, which yeah. in the Midwest it is White Castle as the square hamburger. I don't know what the equivalent is in the West. Does Jack in the Box no. or In and Out or somebody no. Justin uh, make? The so, square hamburger that is the crystal burger in the South with the big crystal K. It's the White Castle in the Midwest. Here's if the you're thing. Indiana, Wisconsin. They don't have that in the West, right? They don't have the square little slider that you can buy. You can also buy these frozen, by the way, at the different places at Sam's, at Costco, at Safeway, wherever they, they sell them frozen. There's, they don't have an equivalent, though, Numchuck. There's right? two White Castles in Vegas. All right. So there are White Castles. Yes. If you were to save to me instead of a hot dog wiener, that you would offer me like $250 per White Castle burger or per, per Crystal Crystal burger, I might make it rain, brother, with being able to put down the square hamburgers, is my point, as opposed to the hot dog wieners. I, I digress. Justin Chuck, how many wieners in one setting could you go for at 500 a pop? I could probably easily go 10. I mean, in in what? Chest, ten, pro- 10 and 10, made- I guarantee you. Chestnut probably made a couple hundred thousand for winning the competition the other day. Yeah. Right. So let's say it's 500 a dog. 500 a dog. Probably a minute. F- I, I was told there would be no math on the TC Martin show. 500 times your, 60. Is I, always, I always say F math, but. Yeah. Well, so that would be 40 hot dogs for 500 bucks a dog in the 10 minutes, right? Yeah. If, I'm, if my math is correct for yeah. 200 grand. But just in general wager, I, I, if, I, if I said I how many no, did you eat? I 10 would minutes? be nowhere close to 10. Now, Numchuck, okay. you said you could have 10. I could probably do 10. 10 All in right. 10 minutes. 10 in 10 minutes. All right. All right. Jason Powers, since you brought this up, are you some bragging hot dog consumption no. person? No, I'm just curious. I, I, I'm always curious what could people you think put they can five eat. Five down in 10 minutes? I probably could do five. Yes. I probably could put five down if I was really hungry. Yeah. I could probably do like a like down minutes. here in the Tampa Mel's hot dogs. Mel's very famous Chicago hot dog style. Place. Got the got the dogs. Yeah, but uh, now a, a let's bring mustard. it back to the White Castle Burger. While we completely digress on the TC Martin show, White Castle or Crystal hamburgers, ten minute setting. This is the entire burger bun with the little onions and the mustard 
and the little pickle on it. See, the bread kills you, though. The bread kills you. The bread could kill you, but I'm saying, how many of those squares could you put down in 10 minutes? Numchuck. I have done my own Crave case. No, how much is in a Crave case? Like 10? 30. 30 in what what time frame? It was was about an hour. So figure... 10-minute time frame, you could do 10? I could could easily... I do 15? ten. In, I do ten in like. I'm like an auctioneer. I'm like a. You realize like at the each one of them is like a, a bite Who's got a fifteen? Who's got a fifteen? Who's got a twenty? I would probably say easily castles. fifteen, twenty. Fifteen or twenty. All fifteen right. or Other twenty. Powers. I've crystal. never had a White Castle. I've never, never had, had a White, White Castle. Castle burger. But you've had Crystal. You've lived in the South long enough. I have, had it's the same difference. It's the okay. little square hamburgers, the sliders. They slide on down and they go you. out ugly. They go out ugly everywhere after a while. Uh, five, five I of them in a ten-minute sitting. Ten of them. I probably could do more than five. I could, I could do between five and ten. Probably, I would say. This is, uh, yeah, this is where the show has digressed here at this point. Uh, all right. So anyway, food has been covered. WNBA has been covered. NBA summer league in Vegas has been going on for how long? Two days. No, no, I don't no. keep up with this. Tomorrow's the first day Tomorrow's in Vegas. The they, debut. They've been in Sacramento. They've been in Sacramento the last. They've been in Salt Lake City too. And Salt Sacramento, Lake. right? Okay. The last several well, days. In, I think they've been in Salt Lake. Because I know the Memphis Grizzlies went there, uh, because I have a connection to know that the Memphis Grizzlies went there. Tomorrow night uh, for is the Vegas s- debut. All right, so Wimbanyana coming to Vegas and the Thomas and Mack Center, and it is sold out uh, there with that. We're gonna we're gonna talk some baseball as the show goes on, and right now we have a crisis. We do have breaking news: a crisis involving our Tampa Bay Rays at the moment, because for the first time all year they've lost four games in a row and back to back losses to the godforsaken Phillies. So coming up. In a couple of hours here, about an hour and a half, actually, the Rays will be back in action attempting uh, to snap the four-game losing streak and avoid the sweep at the hands of the Philadelphia Phillies, who have been, they've been very good on the road. The Phillies have now won what, 11, 12, 16, 23 straight road games, something like that. So the first place Rays, the best record in baseball. Now the Braves, I believe, have caught them on winning percentage. If they've not caught them on wins, when's the last time the Braves have lost? Like Memorial Day? Oh no, the Braves haven't lost since I think 2011. Uh, but uh, they're rolling. And oh, by the way, on the breaking news, on top of the breaking news, Justin, the Atlanta Braves come to Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg for what is a sold-out weekend series against the Tampa Bay Rays, the best. In the American League against the best in the National League. Coming up for Major League Baseball for this weekend. Uh, what do we got? Uh, I, I used to know all the Braves' names. We got Ronald Acuna. Oh, yeah. Uh, Austin who, Riley, Matt Olson, Sean okay, Murphy. These are the guys. Those guys anyways. are all coming in. Those guys that you're bringing in. Not Dale Murphy. Not Bob Horner. <laughs> not uh, Claudel Washington. Take me back to my 80s and Phil Negro and Steve Ramirez, Rafael Ramirez, all of those guys. Ozzy Virgil. By the way, we will come back to Joe Torre managing the Atlanta Braves, Bobby Cox managing the Atlanta Braves. We will come back to this in the next hour of the program. Uh, God help us if you're still listening five minutes from now, but we hope you're listening an hour from now. Uh, We'll come back to the Atlanta Braves and the now 40-year historic July 4th game they played with the New York Mets that came July 4th, 1985, it's still one of the craziest regular season baseball games, bar none, before then and 40 years after then for all that happened that night. And Numchuck's going to play the classic call of John Sterling. We'll get you that call, uh, Justin. Don't don't alert us. We produce the show on the fly here Thank on the T.C. Martin Show. Uh, we'll get you that call of John <laughs> He of looked John very Sterling. amused when you said that. <laughs> exactly. Like, where's the call? 
Don't worry. This is usually TC Martin by this point in the show, by 20 minutes of the show, is using the force anyway, like Star Wars. Always. I mean, the Star Wars marathon was on in the house. I watched July that 4th. the other day. I watched yes, some of that. Because, my God, it was on for all 24 hours. They were showing every episode. How could you not? So we just used the force on the TC Martin show. So I'm blending right in here on the program uh, coming up. But any, anyway, we'll play the call of John Sterling and the famous home run by little, little known light-hitting relief pitcher Rick Camp and one of the most unlikely home runs in, in baseball's regular season history. So the way, there's some more Vegas. There's, there's another bit of Vegas news you didn't cover related to the NBA. All right, so what is the latest here? So the update. NBA is next year they're starting the, this this in-season tournament where they're going to have some kind of – they're going to have an in-season tournament with all the teams playing. The final four of that in-season tournament will be held in Vegas in early December. As the, the NBA four. continues to demonstrate that we have to emulate the NCAA basketball tournament yeah. as much as possible with elimination games and play-in games and winner-take-all games. So this is an NBA final four that they're going to be doing, but during the season. It's not a postseason. It's an in-season tournament, yes. It's an in-season tournament that will be in Las Vegas. So we got big things happening in Vegas, always, always. I will be out there, Justin, the local authorities have been alerted that I will be making my way to Clark County and to Las Vegas at the end of this month for the Errol Spence-Terrence Crawford undisputed world welterweight title fight, uh, which will be coming up at the T-Mobile Arena on Saturday night, July 29th. Can't wait for that one. It's bringing up shades of Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Hearns, bringing up shades of Oscar De La Hoya, Tito Trinidad out in Las Vegas. Can't wait for Spence and Crawford. Let's just hope it hangs in and the fight actually happens July 29th before the start of Buccaneer preseason. So I look forward to being out there for the fight. So whether it's the Raiders, whether it's the Golden Knights Stanley Cup win, whether it's the A's who may or may not be coming there, I guess they are coming there. They're going to build a new stadium. Do they still want the A's at this point? I guess they do. Um, <laughs> whatever happens in Vegas, babe, professional bull riding championships, all the of it, championship boxes, the ace, the ace is dominating, all of it out in uh, in Vegas, including UNLV will be playing football uh, once again, or what resembles some attempt at football out of the Mountain West Conference before you know it uh, out there. TC keeps telling me off the air that the UNLV football program is the worst football program in Division One, <laughs> And I'm like, babe, there are some other programs that you could point to that are just as bad, that are just as inept. Uh, when you start getting to the to the cesspool at the bottom of like the MAC conference, yes. when you start going down at the bottom of the, I mean, the University of South Florida has been god awful in Tampa at football. I don't know that UNLV could be that much worse uh, as USF has uh, barely been at a at a high school level uh, for the last couple of seasons and has made yet another coaching change uh, for the Bulls in the green and gold. Mrs. Reeves, a proud alumni of the green and gold i am a proud alumni of the memphis tigers in the blue and gray so there's always a feud in our house when memphis and usf play an american athletic conference action but i mean if you start going to the bottom of some of these conferences where like a boston college has been residing and they've been terrible but weren't they a little better last year i guess they were a little better last yeah, year. yeah they've had some good teams over there's the years. some, they're, some they're, but i'm talking about the worst team in college football currently the most inept Akron, teams like Akron. Yeah, that have just been horrible. Um, By the way, Alabama, Alabama team you cover regularly, 
will yeah. be coming to Raymond James Stadium early in September to, to play said and the USF stadium Bulls. will be about forty to forty five thousand out of the sixty thousand will be Alabama Crimson Tide fans well. that will be coming here to play <laughs> against USF uh, for that matchup in Tampa. Alabama. Uh, look forward to all of that. Alabama. Uh, all right. So uh, plenty here on the program, but stuff always going on in Vegas is my point. So again, Paul Stewart will be here in a few minutes. We'll go across the pond uh, where it approaches, uh, what, 1030 in the evening. So he has already had his vittles, uh, probably a nightcap. Paul's been on the golf course late afternoon. We'll hear about his golf game. We'll hear like Wimbledon cricket and God knows what else as the program digress. One of the best things before we bring him on is that uh, TC frequently goes to him as a, as a guest on the program. And I love when TC contacts me about hosting his show, and he's like, hey, I- I'm going to go ahead and line up Paul Stewart for your program. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I- I'm the one that introduced you to Paul Stewart in the first place like three years ago. I've been talking to Paul since the 1990s, by the way, 30-plus years. He's probably the biggest Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, certainly outside of the U.S., he may be one of the biggest Buccaneer fans ever. He's got the historical website on the Buccaneers, buckpower.com. Paul and I have literally had thousands of conversations about everything, online, on the phone, uh, whatever, in person. And I got the doctor giving me the rundown of what I'm supposed to talk to Paul Stewart about as if, as if I need help discussing anything with Paul. When I'm the one that introduced him to TC in the first I'm like, doctor. I got it. I've talked to Paul Stewart before. It'll be good. It'll be good. Rely on it. Uh, British Open coming here in another week or so. British Open coming. Paul's a big golf guy. Wimbledon going on. And we got movies because Paul has been hating on the Top Gun Maverick movie for like a year and a half. And I got to find out what the new Mission Impossible movie that is like the 18th, the 23rd, or the 40th Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise. We're looking to go see this movie. I don't know if he's going to be hating on it. Uh, Justin, uh, uh, Justin Chuck, Numchuck, thumbs up, thumbs down with the dinger on Mission Impossible 8. Is it Mission Impossible 9? Mission Impossible 15? What's the new one? I don't know what the numerical number is. But the new one is I don't know what it is. No, negative for you? What is this, a tag team match? Powers and me against you and Paul Stewart coming up on the Mission Impossible movies? I just, I, 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 TJ, you know, I got to tell you this. You're not going to like this one bit. I've not watched one minute of a Mission Impossible movie. This what is this not show has totally digressed. But I did see in the first the, half the, the Indiana Jones movie the other day. All right, save that. Save that for the next segment and for the movie reviews that we're going to have uh coming up. But how is it possible with the reruns that you have not seen a single minute of the Mission Impossible never movies? once? I don't know why. What is, I'm, I just have never, for whatever reason, I've just right. never gotten into it. So movies on the table, Wimbledon on the table, and much more with Paul Stewart, British Open, all of those things coming in the next segment. TJ Reeves, Jason Powers in for the doctor. The doctor will be in coming in the next hour, at the top of the next hour from Dallas with the rolling Las Vegas Aces uh, rolling into DFW looking for yet another win. So I look forward to discussing all of this with TC in the next hour. Paul Stewart straight ahead. It is a Thursday off the July 4th holiday. Hopefully everybody got everything that they needed to eat. I I get the feeling that a lot of the workforce is just off the rest of this week. Everybody's out of pocket because nobody knew what to do with July 4th being on Tuesday. The only thing worse is when it's on 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 a Wednesday Wednesday. in the middle. Because nobody knows, take the days before, take the days after, take the whole week. In the doctor's case, he'll apparently be back in August on the show. He's just off uh, for the rest of the week. 
Uh, he will be back coming up. We will be back uh, shortly, straight ahead. It is the T.C. Martin Show at tcmartinshow.com. T.J. and Jason Powers will go to England with Paul Stewart coming up. From the master debater. The doctor, T.C. Martin. You'll never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. Back in on the galactically famous T.C. Martin show, T.J. Reeves, Jason Powers filling in in the air chair because the doctor is O.L. on location with the Las Vegas Aces. How about them Aces? Or what do you call them? Smoking Aces out in Vegas right now. At What did we establish, Brother Powers? 15 and 1? 16. 16 16 and 1 off the win last night. They were down big. 13. Um, 13 in the third quarter. We were going to hold TC personally responsible for sabotaging this run that the Aces are on had they not won at home, but now they've won. Now they've gone on the road, and they'll turn right around and play the same team. And the WNBA does this some of the time for scheduling purposes, etc. You're playing this team at home. That's the next team you'll play on the road to keep it straight out of the 12-team league. So the doctor has landed... He has ingested uh, enough barbecue to kill uh, about six different hogs, and he will be joining us in about a half hour here on his own show in the second hour of the T.C. Martin Show. Uh, So uh, nonetheless, we got Numchuck on the ones and twos. We're holding it down July 4th week. Much, much to discuss, cover, and go over. Does he have intro music? Does he have a walk-up song besides what you just played from over in England? All I know is this is my, I think it's near 30-year friends that we have been. This is my guy from over in England, BuckPower.com's Paul Stewart, back aboard on the T.C. Martin Show. Always good to have you to talk all things England, all things pop culture. But Paul is as Americanized, if that's even a word, as any British sports fan can possibly be. Very much big, not only to the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but even Major League Baseball with the Tampa Bay Rays. Hockey. Paul was here explaining the Tampa Bay Lightning inside and out to me back uh, a season or two ago because he keeps up with the hockey. You may be the only guy in Britain that keeps up with hockey, and I love that about you. Hello, Scoop. Paul Stewart on the T.C. Martin Show, my friend. A very good afternoon, TJ, to everybody around Nevada. A belated 4th of July from an empire happy to let you try and succeed on your own as a country. You seem to be doing okay, albeit outside your last two presidents. Uh, By the way, as I often refer to with July 4th, we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you so much to everybody in Britain. Uh, particularly in that battle strategy where you all lined up in the United States in the summertime in those stinking hot red coats in special formation to make you all easier to shoot as everything went on with the Revolutionary War back in the late late 1770s. Anyway, always good to have you on so many different fronts here. Uh, What do you make of the fact that T.C. Martin is gone? T.C. will be coming up here. 
And he was trying to coach me on what you and I should be talking about as if somehow I didn't have a clue on what you and I, you and I talk more regularly than I talk to Mrs. Reeves at times. And don't think I don't hear about that in my household, Paul Stewart. I know we do share a lot of common interests, you know, whether it be the Bucks, whether it be baseball, whether it be golf, whether it be pop culture. The only thing we ever disagree on is a certain film that we'll get to later. <laughs> but, but, but right now, over, just to explain, over here in the UK, it's 10.30 in the evening. Local That's correct. Time. Correct. Right now, everybody Uh-oh. in Britain is watching. Now, breaking news here in a second, Paul Stewart. Okay, but hold on. You can't. You can't one up. Why? Why? What is going on at ten thirty at night? And there's a couple of somethings going on. But what's going on right now in your part of the world, Paul? That is such a a cliffhanger. So what we have is we'll come on to why July is the big month of British sport. But we have Wimbledon tennis going on, one of the major, four major tennis tournaments. Wimbledon is an incredible event to be at. Now, right now, for the last 10 years, Andy Murray has been the top British player. He's won Wimbledon twice. He won the US Open. He won won the Olympic gold. He is playing right now. They now have a roof and lights on centre court at Wimbledon. So you can play till around about 11 o'clock local time. And they schedule Andy Murray to go on in the evening because they know the TV ratings will be huge. And right now, he's in a third set. He's up. He's, he's, to be honest, he's at the end of his career. He's up against a number five seed, Stefanos Tsitsipas. He wasn't expected to do very well, and he lost the first set. Right now, everybody in Britain is watching this. I'm the only person who isn't because I'm on this show with you. <laughs> and at the moment, Murray is serving for the third set. They he just won it. the third set. He, he just won, won it. Up. Breaking news. Just won it. They, they will call it off now. There is a curfew, and they'll come back tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold the <laughs> phone, as we like to say in the United States. So we have a roof. We have lights. We have the ability to finish this because so many times at Wimbledon in the 80s and in the 90s, you'd have a great match going and then darkness set in. Darkness. We can no longer see. We have to suspend play at the All England Club. All right. Now we have lights and you're telling me that in about 20 minutes, they're going to stop playing for a curfew. What's wrong with your country and that tournament in 2023? Explain yourself. It's the um, transport facilities that they won't be, but they don't run all night. And it's the facility getting people back from Wimbledon to uh, on local transport. That's why it has to end at 11 o'clock. Because I've had that when I've been to concerts in London. You know, sometimes you're looking at your watch thinking, if they're going to do an encore, I might not be able to watch it because I've got to make sure I get back to the last train. And I've had that happen. So that is why that there is a curfew now. As I say, they, they put lights on around about seven, eight years ago. Um, centre court and number one court. The rest of the court still are outdoors and finish on on whenever it gets dark. But yeah, that, that's why they do that. But as I say, it's a huge thing and it'll bring everyone back tomorrow night on the BBC and there will be millions and millions of people watching because Andy Murray is a British hero. And whereas, you know, we really get behind our national heroes, just as we talked about how we get behind our country in sports, and we'll talk about this England Australia fuse that's going on in cricket right now. We really get behind our sporting heroes, and Andy Murray is a British sporting hero because there he is fighting to win Wimbledon again. We've already had Liam Brody knock the number four seed out earlier today. So right now, Britain is tennis mad. At the weekend, we've got the British Grand Prix Formula One. Everyone will be Formula One mad. And then in two weeks' time, we've got the Open, 
not the British Open, Mr. Reeves. <laughs> it will always be the British Open, damn it. It's the British Open. We have the United States Open. You have the yeah, British you Open. When, you, when you've been around for a thousand years like we have, you can call it. All I got to say is who won the war, baby? We can call it what we want. You can come fight for it again if you like, but we're 1-0 against you guys. So yeah, I, I watched the Mel Gibson film, and it was definitely biased in favor of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Only fitting that an Australian was playing an American patriot, by the way, in, in the Hollywood uh, sense of history. Jason, Jason Isaacs was the worst cavalry leader I've ever seen, but we'll digress and we'll move on to that another All time. Right. All right, so let me just set the stage again here. We've got T.J. Reeves and Jason Powers in West Central Florida in the Tampa Bay area. We've got Paul Stewart in England. We've got uh, Justin Chuck holding things down, Numb Chuck in Las Vegas. And if we have anybody else listening right now, I'd be... Uh, I'd be greatly encouraged because we're talking about Andy Murray at Wimbledon, and we're also talking about cricket and other things. And Brother Powers has been dying for the breaking news. No. Breaking news sounder. What do we got? We got breaking news? Breaking news. The They've just called the match. The end of the third set. There will be no more tennis tonight <laughs> at Wimbledon. Two sets to one, Andy Murray. And by the way, on set point, he looked like he almost blew out his groin, but he didn't. <laughs> Seriously, he, he felt he was hurt. He got up and served the next point to close out the only, third set. Only the Brits would have lights on a stadium and would have their hero playing in a match that they now have to stop with lights on the stadium. Yes. Uh, yeah. In the United States, they'll play till three o'clock in the morning. And we're going to talk about City, that with baby. that. That's uh, it. That's it. Yeah. The, the, the U.S. Open tennis uh, that's coming uh, in September. They'll play till three o'clock in the morning. But we'll talk about the Atlanta Braves. New York Mets July 4th game from nearly 40 years ago that they played at three o'clock in the morning, three 30 in the morning before shooting the fireworks off on July 4th slash July 5th. In that Rumor case. has it, Paul Stewart, you might've saw an eighties band, an eighties rock, an eighties British right, band what, here not too long ago. What exactly is the update? Because all I heard from you for like 48 hours is how excited you were for the pet shop boys <laughs> and the pet shop boys being in concert and I'm thinking, is this is this 2023 or 1983? But I'm a big <laughs> 80s guy with the music as well. And you were not only there, you were like almost up on stage with the guys that made West End Girls famous, the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, they were one of my great bands. Their first hit came West End Girls with the December 1985 over here in the UK. And they've always been one of those bands I wanted to see. I've seen every other top 80s band over the years. So yeah, this time last week I was singing along to songs like Suburbia, Always On My Mind, The Rent, all of those. They were absolutely fantastic and it was another one ticked off. I didn't get home to three in the morning because it was a long drive back, but who cares? You, you've got to do By, by the way, did they let the concert go on until at least 9 p.m. or did they send everybody home at nine <laughs> o'clock that night for the Pet Shop Boys? There's no public transport down where this was. You had to drive. <laughs> So, as I said, I always want to do it. As, as my friend Sarah says, I did it because I can, and it's a fantastic All right. So yeah. let's rank this, though, because I'm big with Phil Collins and Genesis, and I used to have the cassette tapes. Powers and Justin Chuck have no idea what cassette tapes are and cassette tape players. What are you talking cars. about? I actually worked a Phil Collins Genesis concert as a soda boy at Tampa Stadium oh, in the oh. mid-1980s. Well, wait, 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 wait. This is the infamous scoop. This is the infamous Phil Collins American tour that came yep. to Tampa Stadium where Phil Collins actually came out and on the second song is going, 
Mate, I can't sing anymore. My friend, Cut mate, I can't. Out. Can't. Done. I'm after out. Two songs. I'm done after two songs. And he was working selling concessions that night. But Genesis, Phil Collins on the cassette. Numchuck, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down that you had a cassette player at any point in your life. Because we had Absolutely. like uh, all the different Genesis uh, albums on cassette, it seemed like. Uh, back in the including Invisible Touch and some of the other ones. Uh, but Paul Stewart, where does it rank? Because I know uh, we're going to totally digress on the T.C. Martin show here just for a moment. We'll bring it back to sports. But you're a big Boy George fan, Culture Club. You're, I mean, where I mean, where does it come in the ranking? Culture Club, Genesis, Pet Shop Boys in the British band Pantheon. The cure, the yeah. Cure. What about the yeah. Cure? What else? Uh, of, the, of the top five concerts I've ever been to, I think uh, Phil Collins would be in there. Um, a UB40 concert was actually oh. fantastic. <laughs> UB40. Who I've seen many times. Who I've seen. There's, there's a great ska band from the early 80s called Bad Manners. And if you ever look on them on YouTube, they had the fattest lead singer of all time. But the Pet Shop Boys was above all of those. I'll well, what that. about the Thompson Twins? The Thompson I'm Twins have to rank Thompson some... Twins. They, Thompson they only Twins. Play, only the lead singer plays now on, on comeback gigs. But I've, I've seen Culture Club, Human League, all of those bands. I, I even saw 12 years ago today, I saw the Flock of Seagulls play. Flock of Seagulls. Do they all still have their hair, by the way? They had the, the haircuts. Do they all still have their hair 40 no, years later? The lead singer. Oh, the lead singer. They were fantastic. So yeah, so there I am. I'm a real pop culture man. And right now, there's people in there around the fire going, who? Yeah. Just, just go. In the 80s. Google it, kids. Google it. MTV. Yeah, MTV was a big deal because it was actually playing videos, and now they don't even the do that anymore. The first song played on MTV it was one of my favorite songs. It was "Video Killed the Radio Star" by yes. the Beatles. Uh, yes, uh, back in the uh, back in the early eighties. Uh, all right, so Paul Stewart's here while we totally digress on the TC Martin Show again. The Doctor will be here from Dallas talking WNBA in about fifteen minutes. Uh, we're just having a good time here on the program. Numchuck is nodding along. Apparently, the station is still on the air. At least he's not lying to us, telling us that it's on the air when it's just the four of us talking. There's a legitimate concern for that because there was like a power outage. Numchuck had to revive the hamster to get the hamster to run faster to keep the station on. We got the computers all up. The technology exists. Here we are, babe, uh, hosting the show. All right, so cricket is also ongoing, which is like the rest of the world's version of baseball uh, with, with what you have. And, and the baseball game, so contrary to Andy Murray's tennis match being over on a certain night at 11, cricket goes on for weeks and sometimes years. They play these test matches. What is currently going on and why why is everybody so gaga over England and the Aussies uh, playing right now with cricket? Enlighten us, please. So, th- so this is a series that dates back to, to the 1870s. Match very close. The second match last week had some really bad blood. Um, what Australia did was very unsporting. It, it was a bit in a way of a, of a baseball player gets to second base and stands up thinking there was a timeout and he gets tagged out. So technically Ooh. he's out. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's along those lines, but a bit more unsporting. And it caused a lot of really bad blood. There were 20,000 people singing songs about Australians cheating. <laughs> and Australia won the match. So they're 2-0 up in the series. And the third match started today. And it was a zoo. They were in, they were playing one of the more raucous 
um, stadiums for cricket. Now, you say, well, let me interrupt. You say 2 nothing. Is it best of seven, best of best nine, of best of five 25? What is it? It's a five-match series. The Australian had 2 nil up, and game three, the, series, the third match started So you're today. on the verge of being broomed, are you? You're going to be broomed, no, is what you're saying. You're going to be swept by I the Aussies. So. I don't think so. So it, it, it really has become a big thing. So the last week, British sport has been dominated. The newspapers have been dominated. So there's no Premier League football going on by this England-Australia rivalry. The two prime ministers have been getting involved throwing barbs at each other over what's been going on. The two teams have been trading insults. You know, the, the commentators, the Australian commentators have been going at it. It's been, cricket's never seen anything like it, but it's been so heated. But and wait a minute, they they play this World Cup like every other year, or when do they play the Cricket World Cup? Every yeah, four they, years, or when do they play four. That's a different format of cricket, what they call one-day cricket, where a lot more countries involved. This is like a test match cricket is a different format, so it lasts over so five So it has days. more importance than the World Cup of cricket? Yes. England, yeah, the, the England-Australia series for the Ashes is the most important thing in cricket. So if you lose this as a country, if you blow this, is your doorknob of a prime minister, uh, I'm sorry, of the king, the, the prime minister might be a doorknob too, but the, the king, yeah. who's an absolute doorknob, uh, in, in King Charles, is he going to declare like a month of mourning if you lose this match? And I mean mourning with a U, not mourning as in mourning after darkness, and he may not know if it's day or night. But is he going to declare mourning uh, for the rest of the month of July if you guys blow this to the Aussies? Is it going to be that serious, that dramatic for the entire country? All I know is I've got an Australian brother-in-law, and I'm going to block him on Facebook and WhatsApp for about three months. <laughs> Oh, the oh, yeah. Aussies. So it's, it's, it's just how funny how cricket is always seen as the great sporting, you know, teams are very sportsmanship and things like this, but it really has escalated in the past week. And it was getting pretty heated on the last day. Well, of it's typical of anything. It's just like when we started losing the basketball in the Olympics yeah. or we started losing the golf, the Ryder Cup. Once you start losing, then it turns nasty. It's no longer friendly competition, and the Brits are now losing. And we know what your fan bases love to do with beer bottles and switchblades and whatever from back in the seventies and the eighties. If you can't win the game, you better start the fight. And if you can't, you know you're gonna you're gonna find a way to win the fight. So it could be dangerous for the Aussie players and their families to get out. Where are they playing this in England? I assume they're playing this in England. Or where yeah, are they playing they're it? They're playing. So the last, the second match was at one of the grounds in London. This one is up in Leeds, which is the north of England. So they go around to five different stadiums. So you could this. possibly be humiliated on your own continent, on your own country, and be broomed by the Aussies in a road game and swept out. By the Aussies exactly. is what you're telling me is looming right now. But but what happens, TJ, is and this is something I've talked with you and TC about is the Americans you very rarely get behind your country in any sports. Some you know like the Olympic basketball was one, maybe the Ryder Cup. Over here we have our own sports teams, so your Premier League teams. But you all get behind England in the World Cup football. You get behind England in the cricket and in rugby. So we're used to following our own national teams as well as our own club teams. And that's where we really get involved. And that's why we're so used to doing it. So we'll all have our own favourite cricket teams, but we all root for England. We all have Premier League teams like Tottenham, Manchester United, but we all root for England. That's just how we do things on this side of the pond. All right. Yes. And of course, the Women's uh, World Cup, you might have heard of the U.S. Women's National Team because they keep winning the World Cup. We're pretty good in soccer, at least in the women's version of football or soccer. By the way, you're hearing from Paul Stewart. Follow him on social media at BuckPowerC, the letter C. BuckPower.com is the the 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers historical website. I love this man uh, for that. He's hanging out on the T.C. Martin Show with me, T.J. Reeves. My Tampa Bay brother uh, from another mother is Jason Powers hanging with us. Uh, we got a few minutes left in this hour. J.P. Uh, o Sports, you got anything else here for Paul Stewart? Before I got he a question for a few Paul minutes? Stewart. I got our Tampa Bay Rays baseball question for Paul all Stewart. Right. Get it. You know, all the all the hype has been about, are the Rays going to stay in Tampa? Are they going to move stadium and all that? And that the ownership really doesn't want to go for it. If you are Stu Sternberg and company, do you trade the best three prospects in your organization and rent Shohei Otani for two months if you have an opportunity? No, well, he's no, gonna. He's wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me think. let me clarify. He is a free agent for yes. certain at the end of this year. Yes. So yes. yes. So I mean, it's going to be an arms race between the Yankees, the Dodgers, all the big spenders. If they decide to, to trade him, there's if they a lot of speculation. They're so going to trade. Question him. on the table, scoop. Is mm-hmm. if Otani is up for bid and the Rays don't have, uh, well, the Rays have prospects, don't they? Exactly. I mean, who, wait, wait, J- Jason, who are you wanting to ship the other way? Are you alleging that they would, they're not going to ship Wander Franco, the outstanding? No, no, no. Shortstop. I'm talking about the best. You, you pick the best two prospects they have in the minor league system because the Rays are notorious Scoop. for being one of the, sure. When you make the Scoop, trade, what do you give up for Otani if he's on the table from the Angels? Okay, I don't think I don't think. Okay, you don't go near. I don't think Otani is possible because uh-huh. the Angels need to try and make because because the likes of the Dodgers are after him in free agency. The Angels need to try and sell the fact that they're a decent team. So I don't think he will come there. So now, just to say, I watch every Rays game. I watch it the morning after because of the time difference. So I've got a big screen TV here in my office. Tomorrow, I'll be watching the, the third game of the Rays Phillies series, like I always do. Now, the Rays need a starting pitcher. They need a veteran starting pitcher. Now, the two people I could see being traded are Taj Bradley and yes. Jonathan Aranda. Bradley's been up in the major leagues. He's got, you know, high, high end, high end future. Aranda is absolutely raking it at AAA Durham, batting about 360, and he's a young infield prospect. Now, just to say, three years ago, the Rays traded for Nelson Cruz because they needed a veteran hitter. That player, they big gave home up. run hitter, big yeah, rental player, sim- for Minnesota. Similar situation, big home run hitter in that case. They needed a home yeah. run bat. But this is a true rental player because the it Rays is. would never sign him long term. No. I don't give up prospects Man. for him because that's how the Rays have stayed competitive I, is with I the younger, it. affordable guys. But you're the number one team in the league right now. And this is a chance. If you're Stu Sternberg, you want to finalize a stadium deal, you go get Otani and win the World Series. The, I don't disagree I, with that, but yeah, go ahead, Scoop, real quick. Yeah, the player I think they need to go for is Marcus Stroman of the Cubs, because Stroman is a free agent at the end of this year. The Cubs are pretty much dropping out in the in the NL Central, and he's someone you could get for the likes of an Aranda or maybe not a Tad Bradley, maybe someone else from Triple A. He's the player I think they go for. Forget Otani. This is what we okay. have Paul Stewart here for, because whether it's Wimbledon, Cricket, the Pet Shop Boys, or who's the best trading deadline deal in Major League Baseball. And Stroman, by the way, has pitched better on a bad Cubs team as of late. So uh, we shall see. All right, Scoop, plug away. We've only got a moment left before we're done in this hour on the T.C. Martin Show. Plug away for everything, for you, for the country, for the love of country, and the great King Charles. Anything else that you have for us? 
Well, just to say, yeah, I, I cover everything to the Buccaneers at BuckPower.com. We're counting down the top 100 players in Buccaneer history right now. And just to say, I have only seen one Mission Impossible film, the first <laughs> one, and they should have stopped there. And I've just actually got some scores in for you. Mission Impossible 7, Police Academy 6, and yes. 4, Star Trek 3. Those are the results of the film jury. <laughs> are way too many. Just stop doing it, please. Uh, all right. Powers has never seen a Mission Impossible. Not one minute. One of them. Not one minute. I, I, I don't know. Paul Stewart, thank you. Follow him at BuckPowerC on Twitter. Paul Stewart and the BuckPower.com website. Always good to be on the TC Martin Show. Another hour still to come. The doctor will be with us in hour number two from Dallas for the Vegas Aces. TJ and Jason Powers in for TC on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> 